to me it just felt like the whole show's foundation just crumbled and that's why I said the floodgates are opened the dam broke what is gonna happen now breaking bad we're back we're with we're here doing the review for Better Call Saul season 6 episode 9 fun and games that just came out today or if you're watching this yesterday um and oh my gosh this was a good episode Mm -hmm. I was kind of blown away by how good it was coming off such a good episode as Better Call Saul tends to not do that too often and very impressed with it me too me too I thought um things would be slower and so with it being slower I thought not much would happen just like seeing the aftermath and like people adjusting after all that's happened and stuff but Still lots of, like, big things, at least in my opinion, happened. Yes. And I'm really excited to be able to give it our score and be able to get into that second half podcast so we can actually go over some of these points because there's a lot of them. Um, and just for the viewer, since this is only our third one, I want to give you the quick rundown again. Our first half will be non-spoiler um, where we give our scores. And then the second half will be the longer, more podcast feel where we'll go over the spoilers. Um, so right now... Let's just give some thoughts, initial thoughts and reactions to the episode um, without the spoilers. So, coming straight off it, like I said, it surprised me. Um, not in the beginning of the episode, as it did start a little slower. You know, not too not too quick. Um, just kind of slowly showing us, as Better Call Saul does, with long, drawn-out scenes showing you um, the way they want you to feel about the characters. And then more towards the end, you know, quick in that quick first quarter, there was a part that I really enjoyed. And then the end, um, really, really hot. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about that. Uh-huh. That's the only word I can use. Hot. <laughs> it's really hot. <laughs> and, um, and that was my initial reaction. Just surprised. Me too. Just that I wasn't expecting it. And I was like, wow, that was good too. Because I wasn't expecting to love this episode as much. Just based off what I was thinking was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's my reaction. Surprised and like, now I'm even more eager to see the next episode on what's going to happen then. Oh exactly. They they really have opened up, without going into detail, they've really opened up the doors. The floodgates have been opened to where next episode, whatever they want to do, they can do it. And... I feel at a loss because at the end we're also going to be giving our predictions and I'm at a loss for what I'm going to predict um, but because those floodgates are opened and it's <laughs> awesome it's a great feeling I'm really excited um, so let's get straight into our quick description of the episode and then we'll give our reviews okay. so what we wrote was this episode brings closure to past episodes of the season representing an aftermath of such events it ends with a shocking twist that crumbles the foundation of the show, but in a good way. Very good way. Yeah. You have any thoughts on, on the our bio? No, I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Keeps it vague. Yep. But a little something, something. A little something, something. <laughs> um, so for the midnight release score, we're actually going to give this a 94 out of 100. Um, it was a little back and forth between 94 up to 96, but yeah. 94 feels right for this one. And then our entertainment score was actually 
higher at 97% out of 100. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, as, as, a, as a Better Call Saul fanatic and Breaking Bad fan, um, Breaking Bad fanatic as well, um, <laughs> I feel like my entertainment tends to be higher than what I am willing to give the episode. And this one was that way. I just, I, I ate it all up. Um, and then lastly, we are the Michelin star of the entertainment industry. And just a reminder, we do not give stars for episodes. We only give it to full shows, seasons. So at the end of the season, we will give a star. Uh, give mm-hmm. the stars accordingly, if, the, if it deserves it. Um, Which I think it might. <laughs> it probably will. Um, so do you have any uh, thoughts on the scores? I think I was just surprised thinking about what we wanted to give the entertainment score. And how it was higher than last episode. Yeah. Because in my mind, I was well, like... Well, quick. For a recap, our last score, which I, I, I could see people and fans actually giving the last episode higher in both regards. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see... Because we gave the last one a 90 score with an entertainment of 92 uh, or 92. 94. Yeah. Yep. So we, we gave both higher, actually, in this one. Yes. And I thought it would be like, oh, it's not going to be as intense. The yeah. stakes aren't super high, so it's just not going to be as enjoyable. But I'm just surprised that I found it more enjoyable. Yeah. Much higher. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do with these two points I'm going to bring up right now. The first one is whenever an episode tends to be extremely linear, it tends to um, make me fall out a little bit. Just a little bit. Because um, the last episode was linear in terms of it was just one story going through the entire time with no split offs. Um, not that it's a bad thing. It just I enjoyed this type of episode better. And then the last episode was I felt like there's only three real plot points that happened, and the whole thing was being pulled by the ending uh, scene. Mm-hmm. So, but this one I was enjoying every part. They were all explaining and giving detail into the background of the stories, and then. The ending was, like I said, the in, in the bio, the shocking twist that crumbles the foundation of the freaking show, but in a good way, and that it's that in itself um, made the episode better. Just that one scene. Yeah. No, that oh. that that. Yeah, yeah. That montage, or whatever, the whole thing. Um, that it's that by itself better. Love it. Did not expect it. Never would have guessed that. Even though. Mm-hmm. Maybe I did guess it. And we're going to go over <laughs> last week's episodes, uh, what we predicted, because I was kind of on point. So, yeah, there's th- those are our reviews. Uh, thanks for watching this first half. And our link will be right here if you want to watch the full podcast. Thank you for watching. All right. Now we're getting, sh- now we're getting right into it. Um, we're going to go over all the main plot points again, give our highlights, lowlights, our thoughts on everything. Because there's a lot to go over. Um, so the very first thing, straight into the opening, was them reacting to the moment in a very subliminal way. You, you don't see it, but you know, but we as the viewers know how they're thinking in their brains. But they're acting like it's complete normal. Oh, okay, yeah. yes. With the great background song. Um, what, was the, what was the words in that song? It's a perfect day. This is today's a perfect yeah, day. Yeah, like that. I loved it. <laughs> um, just better call Saul esque right there. I and like... they, I, they're just so good with their opening scenes, like with montages and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I love the transitions back and forth with Kim and Saul 
and Mike cleaning everything up. Mm. They're just so good at it, and it's so aesthetically pleasing. And I loved, like, I don't remember specific details, but, like, something that Kim was doing would fade into what Mike was doing. Like, mm. they take something similar yes. of Kim's, like, whatever setting it was into Mike's, just transitioning so smoothly. Love it. They're so good at that. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I, I just feel like Breaking Bad is the best. From what I've seen in my life, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul are the best at doing montages. Like, their cook scenes are my favorite. Oh, the yeah. cook and um, drug dealing scenes, the, the montages. <laughs> whatever they do a montage, it's always very... It keeps your attention. Yeah, it does. Which I can't say for, for every you, montage. But. Yeah, you'd think you just kind of fade out in yeah. those kind of moments. No, they, they always do really good. Yep. And then they also do their classic, for better call Saul, the classic coffee scene. Yep. They've probably shown that coffee machine a thousand times. I want to try it so bad just because you see it all the time. I don't want to try it, but I don't want to see it. I mean, I know it's... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. But, you know, you just kind of want to get it. I'll take some OJ or something. Yeah. I think it's the very first episode... Is where they show Jimmy getting the cups ten times at least in that montage. Yeah. Like just constantly getting drinks while he's working hard. And I th- I'm pretty yep. sure that's the opening episode. But and they look pretty fine, Jim, or Jimmy, Saul, and Kim. I don't know how, what to call him now. But they looked like they were acting pretty normal. I was like impressed. I don't know. Mm. Like uh, that. And I, I wouldn't say I'm impressed. I, that's what I expected. Well, I guess it's just I liked it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They did. They acted well in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. But it's completely except expected of their characters. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Just appreciated it. Yeah, I didn't think they would fail at all. In that right. Regard. Nope. Um, second, we got the the scene of Gus in Mexico at the cartel home of Donny Laudio, and so my my initial reaction. So right, he comes in. Um, if you're not, if you only watched Breaking Bad once, you might not recognize the house as it was dimly lit, but he rolls in, there's a bunch of cars, and I immediately knew it was Don Eladio's place. Um, and just, this is a point I wanted to bring up. Um, I have seen Breaking Bad ten times, so <laughs> I, I trust my opinion on these things, as I've, you know, I've seen every scene so many times in Breaking Bad, but the, when Gus walks in to the pool area... And Donny Ladio, Bolsa, and Salamancas are sitting there. Okay. Um, when he walks in, there's this ominous background music, and when he's when he's shaking their hands, there's like this kind of aesthetically dark camera angle. Um, yep. And I personally do not find that as appealing as Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. I already told you this. That's why you're not reacting. But Breaking Bad. <laughs> Everything in that show felt realistic to me. Like, it just felt like there was a camera recording what was actually happen- happening. Um, and this, it just felt, it just feels a little bit more um, produced in a, high, in a higher manner of, like, um, we're going to have this great song that's, like, giving this symbolism to the moment and these clips, these faces showing. But I don't prefer it that way. I prefer to, like, feel like I am just sitting watching this experience happen. You're just a witness. Yeah. That's not the way the moment would feel in real life. You know, that background music. I'm just not a huge fan of background music in most instances for me, personally. Yeah, I hear it. I didn't hate it too much, though. No, no, I don't hate it. Oh. I'm not trying to say that. I do not hate it. I just think (laughs) Breaking Bad is superior in most ways, and I think that is one of the ways it's superior. Mm -hmm. Because every moment, it just feels so realistic. 
True. Yeah. What well, with that they did make it feel like okay, did he get away with it mm-hmm. or not? Because obviously it's... they didn't make it seem like it was over. Yeah. Well, it's almost like Breaking Bad doesn't need the thrills of music and those angles and like the darkness on the faces to try to represent the feeling. You felt it through the acting and what yeah. was being said and like what was you know being said. And then also again, we've already mentioned this, but just the prequelness of the show. We know nothing bad will happen to any of those people necessarily. Yeah, yeah. watching it, I wasn't stressed that yeah. uh, just like, Gus yeah. would be caught or. It's just you're just more excited to learn. That's what it. You yeah. Know. Uh-huh. You're just excited to learn what's going to happen, and regardless, it's just it's just exciting, but it's just not the same thing. And that's just you know a thing. That's, 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 <laughs> how, that's all I'm going to say. It's a thing, you know. Um, Seems like you really hate that. <laughs> no. Yeah, I I don't want people to think I hate it. It's just this is my observation. So that's what you prefer, yeah. and I think I do too. But it, it didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't notice it like you did. Yeah. Um, that's another thing I want to bring up. Hmm. Batman, the new Batman movie that came out with uh, Robert with Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Okay. Like all my family loved it, and I liked it a lot. Would I say love? I don't know if I'd say love, but I really liked it as well. But I thought the it was great. Super. Yeah, it's great. The super obvious musical background oh, songs okay. I hate it and I was talking with Calvin the co-host <laughs> um, he had no problem with it but I just don't enjoy it I forgot about that yeah, yeah. just let the moment play itself mm-hmm. just I, walk up well I just feel let like Batman walk up and let his face in the moment speak for itself yeah yeah definitely that's what I feel <laughs> I definitely forgot. Like, there was, like, a couple moments I'm, like... Yeah. Like, just cringing a little bit. Not that I thought it ruined, like, was horrible or something. But I do remember feeling like, I don't think we need this kind of yeah. music or this kind of song. I right? wouldn't say cringy, right? It was just more, like, not needed. Yeah. Right? I just kind of, like... Mm. And I feel the same way about Better Call Saul. I don't, I don't feel like it was as bad as that, but it was, like... I don't... You don't need that. that? Yeah, don't, okay. don't just have this constant background music. I don't need that. <laughs> so... Um, and we learned some important things there. Yeah. We learned that, um, well, it's reiterated that two things are reiterated. One, um, Gus is in good standing with Don Eladio. Yeah. Even though Sol- Salamancas are not, which we expected going into it. Yep. Into that scene. And then also he reiterates that the Salamancas will have the, um, what do you call it? The South Valley? The South Valley is what they call it, yes. That's what it's called. Uh, the, yeah, the Salamancas have the South Valley, and Gus will have everything else north. Something that I liked with that, with, um, what's his name? Hector, Don Hector, accusing him of Gus of uh, assassinating um, Lalo, was that, like, Gus is such a smooth talker, right? He can paint a story and be like, no, like, this is what happened, or this is what I've been wanting to do, or whatever the heck. Um, so I was expecting him to be a smooth talker again, but he's so smart that he's like, if I try and smooth talker, if I try and make some kind of fence, like, oh no, it wasn't me, and like come up with something, it would make him look more suspicious than being like, this accusation is so stupid. Yeah. I have nothing to say about it. Yes. That's the... He's smart. He's, he has, he has the genius to know when to shut up. Yeah, exactly. And like with, um, Hank in Breaking Bad, when they are questioning him... Um, around the table, he knows that he has to speak, and he knows he has to give the entire story, because he's a public servant to the. And he's a 
He's in a, in a figurative way. He's a public servant because he's always helping the cops. He's doing, he's yeah, doing a lot donating of do, donating and... donations. So he knows he has to give the full story because that's the best for that situation. Mm-hmm. But for this one, just don't speak, and just say you know what he said. It's a sign. It's not worth even talking about. And then at the end, <laughs> oh sorry, yeah. Then at the end, Don Eladio says, um, because he also made the same comment in a past episode where he says, "I know what someone can, what what someone feels through their eyes." And I think he says oh. that to Nacho, if I believe. Like I know what I know what people think when I look in their eyes. So I don't remember that. And then Don Eladio is staring into Gus's eyes, and then um, at the end, as Gus is leaving, he tells him, um, "I see in your eyes hate," and you know for him. And he's fine with it, just as long as it's not too much. Because he doesn't want them to be buddy buddies. Yep. You know, or at least he knows it'll never be that way. Right. Because they killed his boyfriend. And that kind of shows... I mean, because I see Don Eladio and he's like a pretty like, ho, ho, ho kind of man. Mm-hmm. But he's not too stupid, you know? He's not too oblivious. He sees... Yeah. That Gus hates them. Or the Salamancas. So. Or even him, too. Was he talking about himself, too? Like, the whole group? Or was he talking about... The Salamancas when he said... Probably both. I think both. Okay. Well, he, he said, remember who's your boss. Yeah, true. Okay. So it was about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at least about him, too. Um, so then we get to Gus walking over the pool, and he looks into the water at where his boyfriend died, or as we, like, are 92% positive that it's his boyfriend. Um, yeah. What, what's your face for? No, I was oh. just like, why would we be 92? But I guess because it wasn't ever confirmed. Yeah. We don't know if he just really cared about him or if he loved him. But then, right. right after, it cuts to Gus with the waiter at a um, restaurant or a yeah, bar. Yeah, a restaurant with like... Or bar. Yeah. And I think that transition showing that he he had this face of care for this man. Yeah. I would say... Probably in a sexual way. <laughs> that's <I> have, <laughs> that's yeah. my guess, okay. And you don't think that because of the pool scene and well, the yeah. transition. The transition from the pool to that. And then he has or, this face of, you know, I don't, look at, I don't look at men like that. I would say if, like, with, like, in the back of my head, assuming that that's what it was. It was the most, like, flirty I ever saw him with those yeah, go- yeah. googly eyes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's never, he's never looked like that in all the... Sick, whatever. Uh-huh. Eight seasons he's in. Um, and so now, when we were once 92% sure that he's at least bisexual, I could say I could say we at least now know, like, 99.9. Because that's a very obvious transition, <laughs> correct? Yeah. yeah. But wasn't the transition that he went home and then to the bar? Yeah. But I guess it's still on same your thing. mind. It's the same thing. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what... That whole scene just seemed kind of a waste to me. That's what I was going to say. I want to know, like, will That's, he be back again? Yes. Or was it just showing that he was cooling off after a whole, a whole like, mm-hmm. stressful situation of trying not to be caught? It's I just, those moments just don't feel necessary to me. I just, mm-hmm. I have these times in my time watching Better Call Saul. And I know, I, I know it sounds like I'm a hater at times, but I'm not. It's just, <laughs> I can't help but compare Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad to get to the same and there just never really feels like wasted 10 minutes like that in Break Your Bed. It just uh, felt like a waste to me. I don't need that. Yeah. Yeah, sure, you can say Marie's kleptomaniac. Kleptomania was a waste of time. And yes, that was only a few scenes. What, one, two, and then Skyler talking about it. You know, and then the two no times idea. at the house. Probably five times. 
whatever. It does add to the pressures of Hank and to Skyler. Yep. It does do things like that. This scene just doesn't feel necessary to me. Yeah. I wonder if it'll play again. Yeah. Later I, I don't mind. I don't mind learning more about the characters and whatnot. No. It's not like it's a negative. It's just in comparison to Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad just didn't ever need to fill the time that this show feels like it needs to. And to all those people who say Better Call Saul's better, I'm sorry. <laughs> you are wrong, okay? And I could see you saying that, but I won't like be like, oh yeah, definitely. Just because I've seen Breaking Bad once, so I wouldn't know Yeah. with what you're saying is like completely true or if I would agree. Mm. But Oh, something from, something from that scene, even though I wasn't sure how to feel about it. I was cool with it. But um, I love that when the bartender left to go get another bottle of wine to show Gus... Um, that like Gus like turns his face and like the camera straight on him yep. from like a like slight grin to just like completely dark and like serious mm-hmm. it just gives you like the creeps because you just know that Gus is not a normal kind of guy yep I don't know I just like he's that he's very organized with his money when he puts it on the table I know and that's the thing when he came home uh, from Mexico from Don Eladio's, and like his, you just see him like opening the blinds and whatever. Not as they spend a lot of time guard. in the show doing that. Uh huh. Both with Mike and Gus. They also showed that True. with Mike yeah. in the opening sequence. They showed how detailed Mike was of completely de Howarding and de Lalloing the apartment. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you know, pulling out the, pulling out the uh, insulation in the walls to get the bullet, just to make sure every single thing was not checked, was unchecked, was checked off. <laughs> Um, so next we got Mike showing Nacho's, okay, so we see Mike pull out Nacho's father's card. I can't remember his name right now and I'm mad, but. Neither can I, sorry. But I don't, there's not much to go over here except the fact that, right, number one, now his father can have closure over his son. Yeah. And I'm assuming Nacho's storyline is gone. And then secondly, again, it's reiterated that Nacho's father is kind of a standard of being a wholesome person. Yeah. That's been a a common occurrence whenever he's on screen. Like, he's never going to choose the wrong path. I love him. Yeah. He breaks my heart Mm -hmm. because of that. Yeah. Because, you know, he's... Just such a good guy. He just seems like he's just trying to be a good guy. Yeah. Do his work, earn his pay, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And he tried to help his son and, like, wish the best for his son, but his son just didn't listen. Mm -hmm. Stuck with what he was doing. I don't know. It makes me sad because you can see how much he loved Nacho. And cared for him to not be in the drug world. Yeah. And he didn't care about revenge for his brother. Or for his son. Or not revenge. Um, what what they justice. call it? Justice. Mm-hmm. He does not want justice. Because to him it's revenge. Which is what he said. And it just continues to show his wholesomeness. And um, because of this scene. I don't know if they were going with. Uh, now we're going to finish Nacho's storyline. And now it's complete. Uh, his father knows and it's all done. Or if. We're going to sh- continue to show that he's a good guy to then kill him to make you mad because he's a good person. I swear if that happens, yeah, I'm, I would cry. <laughs> I would not bet my bottom dollar on that one. But but you know what? I yeah. never saw Howard dying in the beginning exactly. of this show. That's something I'll say. I was wrong with that. Hmm. Christian, my brother-in-law, he kind of called it and I told him no. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Wow. We were playing. We were playing Warzone, and uh, I, I was. We we're talking about it, and I. I watched. I just recently watched an interview of Howard, and the way he responded to this question, they said, um, 
what they say? Like, okay, um, it was Rich Eisen, and he said, I'm really excited to see how your storyline ends and seeing how, you know, how you, well, how you're affected by all this. And Howard, and then the way Howard responded, the actor, it just made me feel like, okay, he's going to live. Because he said, oh. you know, there's no reason to believe that anything bad's going to happen to me. Because I could easily just be a lawyer in the city. And I, just, and I just <laughs> never have any connection, you know. Basically, that's basically what he said. And after that, I was kind of like, okay, he's probably going to live. I, I doubt he'll just going to say that. But You know something, though, you saying that and, like, us not thinking that he would die. I feel like I saw something that Bob Odenkirk, like, kind of spoiled Howard dying. But I just saw it as, I, like, in passing, like, just going through things. So I should confirm it. But it was, like, he had, Bob Odenkirk had taken a photo or a picture with Howard. And it was, like, a selfie. And you can see, like, his hair a little bit out with, like, a little bit of, like, blood on it. Oh, yes, yes. You it, did he spoil that? Or I can't I don't, remember. I don't know. You show me it. You just show me the picture, though. So I can't say. That was not me. So. I'm out. glad we didn't see that if it was actually a spoiler. Yeah. Or if he actually, like, you know. Anyways. Um. So next in the plot points, we got Howard's funeral. Um, and we learn <sighs> about the demise of HHM, changing the name. Thus, completely killing off Howard's reputation and his work. So uh, rough. Through Jimmy so and rough. Kim. Um, and then probably, yeah, easily the biggest part of this moment, of this entire scene, was Kim's conversation with um, Howard's wife lying to him about seeing Howard um, snorting cocaine while at work. Mm-hmm. Just completely lied. And I, I totally saw it um, when she was like, I just never could ever see this happening. I, I just don't believe it. And when I saw Kim have this that look on her face, like, okay, I'm going to tell her. And in my in my heart, I knew she was going to lie and just continue to damn themselves. Yeah. Right. They're already so you deep into too, it. Right? You could guess that. Yeah. Okay. She wasn't going to go back now. Because the wife yeah. was like, no way did he do that. So she wasn't believing them either. Yeah. And then Kim is just so good. <clears throat> at saying the right thing to get the, her off their back about it. It makes me so sad because um, we know that they didn't. Ha- Howard and his wife didn't have like an amazing marriage because he's going to counseling for it. And it seemed like maybe the marriage wasn't going to last. Mm-hmm. And so you, I, I mean, of course you'd be distraught because it's someone that you knew. But like it just Married broke. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just broke my heart seeing how sad she was. Yeah. I'm sure she had the regret feeling, you know, the feeling of... What if? I should not have, you know, we should not have thought, you know. Yeah. That's so sad. Um, I hate that everything that he's done is gone. Yeah. And that must have just ate at Kim and Saul or Jimmy. And I feel like him li- Kim lying was... That's the beauty of these shows Breaking Bad like everything just feels so correct in its place nothing no moment ever feels like wow what was that that makes no sense for this character uh, because of moments like this so Kim lies to the wife Con- she continues to go down this path she's tr- she's built for herself and then we get to the law the court case the courtroom where she tells the judge that she is no longer an attorney she told the the um, law. She told the, what do you call that? Law 
people. Like the, oh. I don't know what you call it. But she told them that she no longer can be an attorney. The she's bar. No, the bar. She's she told no, the bar. No longer. Um, and before she even told the judge, I knew that she was going to do that. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have thought I totally of that too. It. I was just watching, but. Yeah. Like, like when, when they came, no, right before they came up to the judge's um, face, uh-huh. came up to the, uh, his desk, I, I had this feeling like she, she's not going to do this. Well, at first it was, she's not going to do this because she just not, is not mentally capable. I thought that's what she was going to say. But then as they came up and started talking, I was like, okay, she's not going to be a lawyer anymore. She feels so bad. Because I had this, I had this flashback to Chuck talking about, you know, you know, if we ever break, you know, the law or whatever, we can't be attorneys type of thing. Um, so when Kim, just the way Kim lied to the hut, to the wife and then being done, doing what she did, uh, I just felt like she doesn't feel like she can be an attorney no longer. And I knew it. It breaks my heart. And I'm so mad that she did that. And I totally get it. Because if she's trying to be a good person, even though she feels like she's a horrible person, she's like, at least I can do this because yeah. I should honor I should not be what I've like promised as like becoming an attorney. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not see it, and it made me so sad. And this brings the conclusion of one of the foundational pillars of the show that I talked about, Kim being an attorney, and... You know, her hardworking ethic toward being a good attorney. And now that that's gone, one of those pillars of the show just feels gone. Yeah. Like that. Mm-mm. And that's where I thought the show would end in terms of big news. You too? Me too. Like this episode? Yeah. When that yeah. happened, I was like, okay, this is going to be that big ending scene. Uh, there's going to be more, obviously, because I knew that there's going to be a little longer. But I thought that would be the big moment. Me too. Like... That she, you know, I thought mm-hmm. that Saul would react like, what are you doing? And all that. When, when he came to the apartment. Episode over. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. They'd have some long conversation about it in a better call Saul way. And it would they conclude with that. They could not leave us there. They just had to keep going. Yep. Because they're <sighs> running out of time is my feeling. Yeah. They have to push to get forward. And then it comes, there's three lines that are said in their conversation in the house that are so sad. They Jimmy, this was probably Jimmy's best acting scene in the whole show. Right? Yeah, it made me tear up that whole thing. Yeah. Their whole conversation. I hated it. I feel like he does doesn't get that sad that often. You know. And usually no. trying to be trying to be dramatic like that has gotta be one of the hardest things to do. Um <clears throat> and it's just I was very impressed with Jimmy in this scene. So the lines they said, you know, Kim said we are bad for each other. And then his immediate face and reaction was very sad and very impressed. And then Jimmy came back and said, we make each other happy. And he said, I love you. In a very endearing way. I know. (laughs) Um, I don't think I cried, but I did almost tear up. I teared up, man. It was sad. But did you have tears rolling? No. Oh. Just... Just there. Just there. Locked. But Lock, there. Locked on your pupils. On display, yeah. <laughs> I hated it. I feel like with like movies and TV shows or whatever, whenever there's like characters that obviously love each other, but like you just never hear them say it. For me, I'm always living for the moments for them to finally say it. And like this... Or have they said it before? I feel like they've said it before. Yes, they've said it. Um, When he came back from the desert. I think yeah. that's around there is when he said. It's not a it's not a common occurrence. But it's not common, yeah. 
And I then wish when I you had, just hear it. I've watched the show three times, and I wish I had a time, a counter. Because as soon as he yeah. said it, it felt like it was the first time. But I knew it wasn't. Right. Um, but that's but the just, beauty of the writing, is it? Yep. It felt like the first time. That's what matters. And that's, and it just makes it more sad. Yeah. Because it's like, they obviously love each other. They obviously care for each other. And Kim's just like, we can't be together. We are horrible together. Yep. And I hate it, but I love it. Mm. I love how it went down. Thus ending pre-Breaking Bad times, basically. Yeah. Pre-Breaking Bad Jimmy. Yeah. I had oh. no time to mourn that. I know. Like, I thought the transition into what we know in Breaking Bad would not be right there and then. But I'm so glad that was the way. Yeah, it's great. I'm so glad. So good. That that transition was so good. I loved it. <laughs> this is what I wrote down. They could not have done it better. When I saw Kim leaving. Kim is leaving. Hate, hate, hate. <laughs> Sounds like you. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so good. Love, love that they just like fast forward. I don't know how long in, or how far they're into the future. But you just see Jimmy or Saul in his ha- new home, and his office is revamped into what it is in Breaking Bad. Yep. And the house looked exactly like it was in the first episode of the season. Um, I love his house. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. <laughs> uh, it matches him so well. And I love how dingy his office is, but his house is so luxurious. I know. <laughs> I think that's such a funny thing them to choose to do he knows his practices I, ne- yeah. <laughs> I never guessed that he'd like during breaking bad i'm not gonna say i ever thought about his house but i know my feelings were there's no way he lives in like that kind of house i thought it'd be the same kind of vibe of the off as yeah. the office just well, that's, that's all you really can yeah assimilate but yeah i just i, I really I, every detail they have in that house is awesome yep and he paid the prostitute so ridiculous did, did you notice her getting the money yes yeah yeah um so now he just seems, so maybe, not maybe, it's pretty certain. Breaking Bad Jimmy, Breaking Bad Saul is just in emotional relationship um, hell, basically. Oh. <laughs> like there's nothing there. Yeah. He, it's just blocked off. He's just blocked it off. Yeah. I feel like is what they're doing. Yep. Because, I mean, like him, that whole thing of him on the phone in the shower... Yep. On the table and stuff. He's just constantly working, making yep. his dough. He don't give a crap about nothing. And he's trying to block out. And now it makes me feel so stupid. Because, not stupid is the wrong word. Um, it makes me, I should have thought harder about this. Because throughout the show, I've, I always would say, it'd be so cool if Kim, if they were still dating during Breaking Bad. Oh, like they somehow right. hid that. And they, and and the only reason why I said this was because I thought it would be phenomenal writing for them to be able to figure out like tie that to in tie it together, okay. make complete sense of it and the whole and then it completely changes breaking bad for you, like, okay, he does have a woman back home. Mm-hmm. He does care. He he's just acting this way for you know, for a reason or whatever ex- excuses they gave. But right. I realize that's now just wishful thinking as that would have been an awesome way to end it for me. Um yeah, because... Of but now that we know... It makes sense. There's no way... Yeah, of course he acts that way because he's heartbroken. Yeah, uh-huh. Of course he's and of going course... to his work to fulfill what he lost in his heart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just... What else is there yeah. to live for for him? Yeah. And, like, of course Kim leaves 
she's the only one that's willing to pull the plug and like look at themselves and be like, we kind of are horrible together in yep. a way. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the other thing that I liked. What? Um, not that it was like this huge epiphany of knowledge, but I loved when Kim said she loved being bad. Oh my okay. gosh, I know. And, I mean, it's heartbreaking because, she, you know, she feels like she killed Howard because she didn't tell Saul about mm-hmm. it. And maybe this could have been fixed if she told Saul. Um, but I feel like this whole time you don't have the fullest grasp. You basically have a full grasp of why she does it. She she likes it. But it's just nice to hear her come out of her mouth. Like, she can acknowledge it. She yeah. can admit it. And mm-hmm. she hates it. Like, she hates that she loved it, obviously. She's so sad of what's yeah. happened. And usually in life, when you finally allow it to come out of your mouth, that's usually when it becomes real. And she now had to put it away. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I just love Kim, all. so I'm sad. My question is, will we see Kim ever again, or is that the last? There's no way it's the last time we see her. Really? No. Okay. Okay. What do you think Gene Takovic has been for? Oh, well, I know, but what I mean is during, before that, if that's what happens, um, like, during this Breaking Bad kind of feel, like, is, did she just, like, leave the state, like, totally go, or will they run oh, into each yeah. other, kind of, that's what I I don't mean. know how often we're going to see her now. I don't think we will, but I was just wondering if there'd be another appearance before jumping forward. But the only thing with Jean Takovic has to be her. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean... Because this whole show, like we said last episode, it's all Kim and Jimmy. Yeah, true. So you think... So they're not going to end not her and Jimmy, right? I hope so. Not that they're not together, but just that they're just, You'll like, see... see him. See the her... conversation yeah. and see what happens. And see why he cares. Or, like, see what he's doing. Yeah. Well, if what was Jean, the last... Yeah. If Jean doesn't end with Kim, I don't know... Uh, not end. If it doesn't end with that, very fail... Like, big failure. But that's, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I, I think it'll happen. But, like, what was the last that we saw of Gene? It was just that he was going to leave to a different area with the vacuum cleaner. But then he said, never mind, that he was going to take care of it, right? That's yes. what happened? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there going to be, like, a full episode of that then? Like, do you think they'll keep, like, they'll a show full us. A episode? Yeah. Do you think, oh, yeah. I can see it. Like, do you think they'll, like, sprinkle it in? Like I, get, I bet they're going to do, like, a start at black and white to show that's Gene, and then it'll slowly transition to color. And then, like, stay Gene. Ooh. That's just how my visual aptitude thinks of it is going to go on. Um, so that's basically the show, correct? Yeah. Um, we saw the full office completely decked out. Yeah. It's Breaking Bad Times. Um... Francesca does not look happy. Yep, that's what I was going to say. His hair, I loved. That was like one of the best parts. Yeah. His hair in the shower. His comb over. Terrible. I loved it. Um, I'm so glad they did that. It's just showing his... I breaking Bad times. Yeah. That's how, that's how his hair was in Breaking Bad. Yep. In the first seasons. Um, I And with... What's her name? His assistant, Francesca? Yeah. I just love that she's just kind of the grumpy self she was in front of. Move your leg or whatever. <laughs> I've been waiting for that because she's been like a kind of nice and like, oh, I'll help you guys and mm-hmm. whatever kind of person. Well, he took away her decorations. That probably made her not happy. <laughs> yeah. And she probably sees the sleaze of things he and does. She, yeah. And she was already annoyed with having all those clients in there, gross clients. Yep. 
So that plus losing her decorations, and he, and she gets paid well, so she feels like she's trapped. All in about the money. Yeah. So. Oh, can I also say too that I just love Mike. Like good guy. <laughs> like when Gus came back to his home, and then went down the stairs to like the spot where he can go into the other house, um, and then he like meets up with Mike, and he's like you know start operations immediately on the whole super lab i just love it's nothing big but mike is just such a cool character like he shows no fear to gus and he's just there like oh yeah super lab we forgot doing about. the job yeah no but of course i wasn't surprised that they um that gus wanted to start the super lab like finishing it off right away not surprised yeah. at all not at all as soon as the threat's I gone. I even said that in the last episode as well. Oh. Which I don't remember you saying that. Which is what, yeah, I did. Oh. So they're going to, they're probably, here, I'll go over that. Yeah, go for it. So next up, we got what we said in the last episode and what we got right and what we got wrong, but I don't think we got anything wrong necessarily. Um, so we both, Stacy said, uh, I think it's going to be, it's going to show slower moments of the aftermath of the events of the last episode. Which wasn't hard to Which is predict. a very obvious thing. Statement. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that is basically right, except for the ending of the episode. Yep. So I'll give you half points for that <laughs> and for being very obvious. But it's not that uh, I said the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, what you said is a little had, better. Oh, a lot better. <laughs> I said two things. I said first, I said Jimmy would be shown further into his business, um, like a quick um, push forward where we're going to see the... I don't know if I said necessarily they're going to see getting the balloon and putting it on top, but I said um, that that will be there, at least. Yeah. And um, what else did I say? Perfect business. Oh, and I said they're going to have to push forward the timeline because we're running out of time in the episodes, and that is exactly what happened at the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. So I called that one perfectly. Yep. And then what did I say before? Um, I called what? Was it the Super Lab? Okay, Super Lab, yeah. And then I also said, I don't know how much more they're going to show of Gus, but the Super Lab is going to be done very quickly. Um, like it's gonna Yeah, I wonder if it's done now. It's going to immediately be started. That's uh -huh. what I said. Like, But it does seem like Gus and Mike are going to continue being it as normal. Obviously. Do you think they'll show yeah. us Gale? They could. Right, because yeah. he was the cook before? Yeah. I'd love that. I love Gail. What a sweet man. Mm -hmm. What a what a good guy. Man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were, I was spot on. Yeah. And I'm not saying you really made good. a bad, obvious thing. We both said the same thing. Oh. So I'm not putting that on you. Of course not. <laughs> um, I mean, it was but, just kind of one that I think everyone could predict that. Yeah. I just was not but expecting. But it was done well. It was done well. You were not expecting what? I just wasn't expecting. Because I thought it would just be that whole thing. Like, the whole episode would be that. No. But I didn't no. think it would well, further actually, yeah. into, like, him piecing out and all that kind of stuff. No. I thought it'd be, like, way slower than that. Yes. And that's all, all, that's what else we're going to say. To go back to our description of the show. The foundation breaks with Kim's lawyering ending, the relationship ending, and the times before Breaking Bad ending. It's like, to me, it just felt like... The whole show's foundation just crumbled. And that's why I said, the floodgates are opened. The dam broke. What is going to happen now? It's breaking bad. Yeah. And this is why this episode is so good. 
Yeah. Um, so now we get into our foreshadowing of the next episode. Hopefully we can be close to correct. I don't even know if I have one. And this is gonna that's why I and that's why I kinda wanted to say that before we get into this part because now that those floodgates are opened, the river is released, what can be guessed? Like so much. You could go <sighs> you could say anything, I feel. Yeah. I just feel I feel like I feel I feel <laughs> I feel like they're gonna continue to show past things as well. Still. Uh, oh, I can see that. You know, do you see that happening? Yeah, yeah. So when you said we're not gonna see Kim until the end, I don't believe that. I actually do think um, they're gonna show, you know, go the back to of Kim okay. and then go to Jimmy, show some Gus Mike stuff. I actually hope they don't go into super lab details, as it's not needed. Because we already know. You can give okay. What I want is one montage. Give me one montage showing the completion of the. Sh- project mm-hmm. in one five minute montage and then i'll be happy but i don't want i don't want details on that just pass pass it. i'd be cool with like pass all of them <laughs> right i mean yeah what, what do we need to know about them anymore it's over i know but i'd be cool just to connect into breaking bad of gus wanting um walter to cook for him just maybe something of him wanting more like looking at what they're producing oh no that's not what it is he heard about the blue met and that's what he wanted no he didn't want it Gail wanted it. Oh, I take it back. Yeah. See, he, I've seen the show once. He was so. perfectly fine having Gail cook. But then Gail said, it's a big gulf. That 2%, the 1% or 2% difference in their quality was a major gulf. And he says it with a frog in his throat. Gulf. <laughs> and, then Gail, okay. and then Gus could tell that Gail wanted to learn from him. But, but Gus, Gus said, I don't trust him, so I don't want to do it. But he's like, it's, it's, I need to learn from him because he knows what is better and I can't do it. You know, I can't get out of good without him. Um, and obviously Gail idolized him, so. Okay, so but I, I do hope we see Gail. Yeah. I do too, just one more time. Yeah. So, okay, take it back. I'm cool with the montage as well. And yeah. Then... I just, I feel like one of the biggest things I want to know is at the end of this episode... Actually, so much time passed to Saul, we could literally be a day away from Walt and Jesse. Oh my gosh. And the super lab could be done as we speak, actually. I think it is. Now that I'm realizing it. I think it is. Because time passed. Yeah. I mean, we can't for say for sure say how much time. He could have just used all his money from Lalo to buy the house, put up all the decorations. Probably. And he just like immediately went to his work. Not like immediately, but you know. Yeah. But I think Gus saying like, like get this going now. Yeah. You can just Everything is probably pushed forward. Yep. But I could still see them going backwards to see Kim. Yeah. That's that's what, that's my prediction. I do, I do think they're going to go back in time. And I'd like that. Mm. Because I love Kim. But anything else is just in the air. I know. I don't know what the heck, I don't know what the heck Saul's going to be doing. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. And I'm excited. This episode has just made me excited to see the next. And that brings me to our last point. Sadly, well not sadly, uh, we're going to go on a camping trip with our family. Um, So we'll be gone for an entire week starting Wednesday. So uh, there probably will not be any releases for Midnight Release in that time period. um, Depending on what my co-host wants to do by himself. Um, But 
we will not be able to make a video of Better Call Saul on Monday, like we are going to do this time, like we, like we plan on doing, because we will not be home, and I do not have my computer in my facilities. <laughs> um, so, that episode will probably come out Thursday night, or possibly Wednesday, but most likely Thursday, sadly. And then we'll continue on our normal schedule past that time. Uh, just so you know that. That will be the case. But, yeah. Just mm. a little summer break. Yep. But yeah, all, all in all, you know, I think the score we gave speaks for itself. A 94 to 100. So solid. 97% entertainment score. Mm -hmm. No stars because it is an episode. But that just speaks for itself. The foundation of the show crumbling. Um, following the pattern of Breaking Bad, like I said in the last episode... Um, seeing Kim and Jimmy at the hotel reminded me of Skyler and Walter in the hotel in the last season. And yep. in that last, in the second, to la the third to the last episode or second to last, you feel the cr you feel the foundation of the show crumble with Hank dying, um, the family torn apart, Flynn now knows. Uh, like that whole yeah. the whole writing of that episode was so phenomenal, a hundred out of a hundred, easily in every way, and. <laughs> I'm seeing, I'm sensing some, some, um, simulation there. Yeah, like. You know, the crumbling is happening. Yeah. Um, obviously not in the exact same way as right. we still have like five episodes. Yep. Which is awesome. I know. If you would have told me when we first started watching this that we'd have a good five episodes of Breaking Bad Jimmy, I'd be ecstatic and I'm ecstatic right now. Yeah. Because this is what I've been waiting for. Because I am a Breaking Bad fan at heart first. And this is the timeline I love, you know, so yeah, I'm excited to see what we're very pumped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, even though Kim and Jimmy bro uh, broke up in that scene, I was heartbroken for Jimmy and Kim because they both loved each other, but they had to let each other go. Yeah. Or Kim felt that way. Seeing him immediately get into that state, Oof. I was like, ooh, baby. Let's go. Let's get going. Buckle in. So, yeah. Seven, these, these next six days cannot go any faster. <laughs> Personally. Um. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to do the podcast again to see what goes down, what, what shakes out. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening and watching. Um, please subscribe and like if you liked it, and give us your review in the comments below, and let us know how close we were to what you thought. And thank you so much, and bless you. Bye.